The information provided in this show is intended for your general knowledge only and is not intended to be, nor is it, medical advice or a substitute for medical advice. If you have or suspect you have a specific medical condition or disease, please consult your health care provider. Now listening to The Health Hero Show with Tim James. <laughs> What's up, Health Heroes? Tim James here, founder of ChemicalFreeBody.com and your host for the show that simplifies and demystifies how to live an energetic life with a flat belly. So if you're into a healthy gut and staying young, then this is the show for you. What's up, Health Heroes? Tim James here with another exciting episode of The Health Hero Show. Today in the house, I have Dr. Edward Group. Uh, one of my new friends, somebody I've followed for quite some time, somebody I've looked up to, and I'll get more into that, but uh, we're going to bring him on in just a second, but I'm really excited and uh, about our topic today, and before I get to that, I want to thank every each and every one of you for tuning in and listening and being here. We want to be a light for you. We want to be a nice place where you can come and get some education that matters uh, get something that and get inspired is like, wow, that sounds really cool. It's, and we can make it actionable for you so you can actually take action because we live in a physical world. We live in a 3D physical world. You can touch yourself and you're physical. Um, and so when you get excited in life and you're <clears throat> getting those downloads from God, he shit, the vortex, whatever you want to call it, you actually have to take action in the physical world to then manifest and, and going, excuse me, vibrate into that, which you've already manifested. So that's what the goal of this podcast is about. It's really about you uh, tapping and more into yourself, which at the end of the day is nothing more than unconditional love. And so that's why this podcast exists. We want to give as much unconditional love as possible so that you can feel loved, uh, be loved and, and, uh, you know, serve your highest purpose. Okay, so today we're going to be talking about something that is a very, very controversial, um, but getting less and less and less as science rolls out to back it up and find it. We're going to be talking about urotherapy, also called urine therapy. Okay, um, Ed and I were joking before the podcast here, and I called it pee healing. So we've coined a new phrase called pee healing. So you can, if you say, if you say Pahelan, you'll know what we're talking about. So we can dance around it with different names, but you're basically drinking your urine for health benefits. Who would have thought? Um, and I can tell you, Ed, that when we were down there, uh, Jonathan Otto was really into this, really into this as well. And he was so excited about it because he was like, you know, Tim, he's like, um, most people around the globe don't have that much money. Um, so you know, I know there's like over 2 billion people living on less than two bucks a day. So one, one jar of green 85, and they've spent their whole budget for the month. So we can't help heal the whole world that way. But this medicine that's inside of us that God put inside of us, our own urine, it's kind of a mind blower. And so for those of you that are thinking, oh, my God, this is crazy. This is nuts. Um, open your mind a little bit, because a few years ago, uh, one of my followers, one, one of the listeners here, said, Tim, I got a really good person to come on your show. He's awesome. He's like, dude, he's really into urine therapy. And I kind of was like, I, I think I had a little bit of ego around it. I'm like, who wants to drink their urine? And I didn't follow my own advice, which is always be open-minded and always get first-person experience and do your due diligence. So I finally did that. Life presented it again. Dr. Group, welcome to the show. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Tim, for having me on. It's, it's going to be a fun show. Yeah, it is. And um, 
since we're talking about urine therapy, I'm wearing my real men soak their nuts t-shirt uh, in honor of, you know, talking about, uh, you know, genital healing, which is what we're, we're going to be doing as well. <laughs> and uh, I got it. I was going to tell everybody, it's like, look, I've been, I've followed you for a long time, man. And um, I got to say, like, I really respected Ed and all the stuff he said and he was sharing with people. And it always resonated with me on such a high level. I've seen some people come and go and I've seen some other people come and say the right things, but then I've uncovered what their true reasonings or what their, you know, what their agenda was behind it. And um, you never, you never had any of that. It was always pure of heart. And that's why I always resonate with you. So you're probably one of my longest term mentors uh, since I started my journey in 2011. And my friend healed himself of cancer naturally, my friend Charles. So I want to thank you for being a pure of heart not compromising and taking it to the next, to the next, to the next, to the next level in your life and um, in, in the products that you offer and stuff like that. Uh, Cause I've, you know, I've been ordering a few of your stuff uh, for years. And so really excited uh, to have you on the show, Dan, and very grateful um, that you're out there doing what you do because you've inspired me. And I actually got to meet Ed. Um, we just met down in, in Columbia at the mountains of hope retreat center. So maybe you can speak about that real quick. Yeah, that was a really good experience. Um, you know, I kind of knew I was born in to help in any way that I possibly could with humanity. Uh, even as a kid, you know, finding out I was an indigo child and I was having all these visions and, and you know, just a, I felt like a, a higher connection to God or spirituality and to nature. So um, really just ended up dedicating my whole life to helping people. And ultimately, you know, I couldn't find clean supplements to take like you. So I had to start developing the the, the highest quality, cleanest supplements uh, to just wasn't anything out there. And I started seeing all the corruption in the dietary uh, industry. But with that being said, if you listen to any of my videos that I've done or any of my teachings that I've done over the last 25, 30 years, very rarely do I even mention a product. Um because it's not about that. It's about education. And that's that my whole mission and my whole goal has been to teach people why they have the conditions and the symptoms that they have. Teach people the root cause of their illness and their disease. And then also teach them how to detoxify, which in, in reality and ultimate, you know, I also try to make everything as simple as possible, which is just all disease, all negative health conditions is nothing more than a toxic internal environment and a toxic external environment. It's like what you're, you know, that you've put yourself in and that you've created around you and that you feed yourself and that the things that you drink and the, the people you hang around and what you watch on TV and the mold in your house and so I've really spent the, the last 30 years evaluating all of the different toxins and poisons and chemicals that people are exposed to. And then how do you detoxify those? How do you detox the body? How do you detox the mind? And how do you detox the soul? <clears throat> so awesome. it really so could, you, could, could you go back and just give us a little bit of your backstory? Because for those listening, uh, I really appreciate your uh, uh, in-tunement to nature. Um, you were a military veteran. Uh, you became a chiropractor. I mean, how did you get into the military? What, what was your life like growing up? How did you get in the military and become a chiropractor and then start doing what you're doing now? So my life when I was growing up was like an integration, it felt like, of coming from the spiritual planes into the physical plane of of a higher density. 
and it was it was very difficult for me and i thank god i was born in 1968 so i was you know, this was all happening during the seventies and there really wasn't, at least I don't remember. I remember my mom and my dad and we were always in counseling and I was going to the, you know, psychotherapist all the time because everybody thought something was wrong with me because I was having visions and dreams and speaking in tongues, like just doing all kinds of weird stuff that no one had ever seen before in the seventies. So um, thank God they didn't have like Adderall and Ritalin and all that stuff because I would have definitely been labeled as, I mean, I was already labeled as a problem child um, because, you know, later on when I when I realized that the indigo children that were being born in are the, the kind of children that just, they're being misdiagnosed, they're, they're, you know, they just have a difficult time resonating with the energy here on the planet. It takes to takes them to about 25 years old to fully integrate. I found all that out later, by the way, because basically... I well, what is school. exactly is, a, for the listeners, what exactly is an indigo child? So the best, the best representation is if you go onto YouTube and you type in children of the new earth, and there's a video that I did. It's over three hours explaining everything I've learned. But basically, these this has been verified by science, too. Starting in the 60s and maybe in the early 50s, there, there were a few uh, uh, people that were born in. And these are uh, individuals that were highly spiritual that are being born in to bring a higher level of consciousness and awareness and energy and vibration to the planet. And not in an egotistical or a, a, or any type of a godlike manner to where people will worship them, but it's just a different, and they actually have two genes, two extra genes. And it's more to be there uh, in this time right now as guides and to help people uh and they're they're also were born in to, uh, to develop a learn how to develop a, a better relationship with god and 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 uh their goal really which all of our goal is is to attain enlightenment and so um there's actually lots of research and lots of books that have been written on this and then the indigo children are the ones uh, so like an indigo child for example hates school uh, because they know more and they're they're just they they're very bored in school like that that was me totally they they have a really difficult time standing in line and waiting like they just can't understand why I'm gonna sit in line for three hours and wait for a thirty second ride at an amusement park uh, <laughs> they 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 would have they they their mind goes a million different directions they're very intelligent a lot of times they have blue eyes but that's not a, a necessarily a requirement and. Uh, they're just kind of introverted in a way they, 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 uh, they can feel people's energy and they don't like to be a lot of times in, in places with a lot of people around them. Uh, and they're very uh, artsy. They're very musical. They, they they love music. Um, they love animals. They don't like to harm animals and they just have a connection with mother earth. I mean, that's a brief description. I've got a whole three hour uh, presentation that goes through. And I think I would recommend everybody watch that because understand, especially anyone that has kids, because understanding your, your children and what they're going through, it, it, it might be something completely different because you're not going to be able to find this information out if you go to your local doctor or your local psychiatrist. And there's a whole list of things that I recommend that you can do because I went through it all myself and have counseled and have, you know, learned from lots of these children. So the indigo children started birthing in the, what's called the star children, the crystal children and the rainbow children. And these, uh, <clears throat> this is, by the way, the government knows about this too. And they, 
they come in whenever one of these children is born. Like some of them, even in the 70s, were born to where they could look at something and start it on fire, or they have really powerful telepathic uh, powers, or they have um, remote viewing powers or anything like this. And they can move things, actually. They it's like X-Men. Yeah, but in a good way, like right, very, right, right. really, really strong. Uh, basically, the thing is, uh, Tim, we can all do these things. Okay, we all. Have I remember, dude. Power. I remember that talk now. I remember. I, I, I've, I've taken in so much content for so long, but I remember <laughs> it was a long talk, and I remember the Indigo and Rainbow, and I was. It was pretty fascinating. So I was really mm -hmm. highly recommend people listen to that. And again, keep an open mind. If you're listening to this channel, you you're you either brand new or you have an open mind. And, yeah, because uh, I, because it's, I mean, it's really important that we focus on the children. I mean, you know, all of us are so uh, busy with, you know, identifying uh, all of the things that they're, they're putting upon us right now and all the vectors of attack of the, the evil, the evil side, the, the negative side. And so um, not, not too many people are really focusing on the children right now. So it's, it's very important to, to also come up with solutions for the children and it, it's just it, it blows my mind how many kids are being put on antidepressants um anti-anxiety medications do you know they're they're even uh now which is a whole nother conversation about the dsm and the psycho psych, uh, psychological industry which was just created out of thin air and to to be able to prescribe people uh that book's gotten pretty big you think it would get smaller <laughs> if they were doing their job right yeah, yeah, it's gotten pretty big. I actually talk about that a lot in that in that video in that video, Children of the New Earth, and how they're uh, figured out a way to be able to prescribe medications without any without having to diagnose anything, without having to do any testing. As a matter of fact, they even have a code that if you leave a psychiatrist's office, you're deemed mentally unfit. If you leave a psychiatrist's office without medication, there's actually a code for that, and so. That all goes into your records. Of... I remember that. Yeah. So, so keep, it's, keep um... that in mind. If you go in and there's nothing wrong with you, there's something wrong with you based on them because you didn't get a synthetic in, because you know you you have synthetic deficiencies, right? Because you're a, a carbon based body. So all right. Yeah. So you, you did that. Thanks for explaining the indigo thing again. Um, can you give the title of that YouTube video again? Yeah, it's Children of the New Earth, Dr. Group. Just type that in YouTube and you'll be able to pull it up. Children of the New Earth, Dr. Group. Um, so basically that, so I got off, off, off track there, but that was my childhood. And then I went into the military. And then after the military, I came out. I still didn't really know what I wanted to do at that point in time, but I knew, I started feeling like I was, I wanted to be in, in medicine or uh, helping people. That's, that's what I got. And so I, I, I was in college for 12 years, you know, multiple different, I started probably after the second year moving towards the medical pre-med stuff. And then I decided I wanted to be a heart surgeon. So finished everything I needed. I was about to take my MCATs. This is how the universe works. I met a guy at a table at a, at a dinner I was at. Just so happens the guy sitting next to me, he was a doctor, natural doctor that had moved from California. He was very popular in, in the L.A. area, working with individuals over there, and he was now in Houston. And he starts telling me about this research team that he's putting together that is 
going to it was right right at that time md anderson was coming out with their cam programs and the cancer hospitals were coming out with their complementary alternative medicine programs this was in the mid 90s there was no internet back then i mean i know yeah. i know it's it's really hard to talk to people about what it was like in the 90s and 80s and stuff like that when you're trying to do cancer you know when you're trying to do research and there's you know, now it's just so easy you can just go on google and you know or not google and and, and get information so he he was challenging me because I was you know I have to admit I was I was brainwashed and um, you know I knew a little bit about natural medicine but I was more leaning you know after twelve years at college I mean being completely brainwashed about pharmaceuticals and how we have the best researchers in the world and science and science they just ingrained right, right. it into your head. Um, he kept saying you know did you ever look at how pharmaceuticals work in the body I mean like. I know they tell you that, but did you, with your background in chemistry and biochemistry, did you actually like look at what's in a pharmaceutical and like break it down and see what's going on inside the body and how it works? And I was like, hmm, that seems really simple, but I've never actually done that. And they don't want you to do that. So anyway, we were taught, we talked for like two or three hours and he was telling me about all these alternative natural cancer therapies and how these cancer doctors are getting killed and how our government doesn't want this, you know, these cures. And, you know, it was just like, I was blown away for like two hours and it just kind of got to me. Well, I couldn't sleep for a couple of days after that. And because it was like, I was just about ready to take my MCATs. And then all of a sudden I get this whole huge message coming in. And uh, so I said, all right, I'm going to prove this one way or another. So I get in my car and I drive to the library and I'm in the library breaking down, looking at chemical reactions, looking at the, trying to find how the you know pharmaceuticals are, are are made, breaking down the ingredients or whatever, looking through as many books as I can. And as I was doing that, I was cross-referencing the biochemistry in the body and what it was doing and the mechanism of action. And every single one was like stops the production of or you know alters the production of or nothing actually fixed anything. It was just like a putting a band-aid and it was actually I saw how toxic they were to the body. And at that point in time, I just realized this is, this is ridiculous. I mean, they're, they're not doing anything here. This, they're not curing anything. They're poisoning people. It took me like four hours in the library after 12 years of school to figure that out. And I left that day and I was driving back from the library. It was probably like a two hour drive. No, not a two hour, about an hour drive, hour and a half drive to the library. Cause like I said, back then you had to drive to the medical library at some campus right. somewhere. There wasn't any <laughs> internet to look at. And uh, all of a sudden the, uh, I start I started feeling this energy in my car. I'm driving like 70 miles an hour down the road. And then this, my car starts filling up with light. And then all of a sudden my, I could feel my hands start to come off the wheel. And that's the only thing I remember. And then I could just hear this message. It's like, uh, God provides all the, the natural healing substances uh, on the planet and the earth. And you can heal with your hands and, you know, just, it was just, I don't know how it was, it was probably about five minutes or so because I, I ended up, you know, just the feeling and the vibration and the energy of it. It was just a hundred percent. Like I knew this was the way that, that, that I was going, the direction I was going. And I, uh, and then I just, then it went, and it went away and I, I looked up and my hands were still off the steering wheel. And I was like, oh, and I grabbed the steering wheel and I was about probably like five or six miles down the road. So literally my car 
was driving 70 miles an hour uh, with me in this, you know, bubble of enlightened, beautiful love light. And so I call the guy and I'm like, Hey, I want to join your team. Do you have any spaces available left? And I, I want to learn, you know, what you have, which, you know, all the, all your stuff. He says, yeah, I have, I have some, some space left on it. Let's go. And so for two, so for two and a half years, we, we traveled all around the world. We met with healers, you know, everywhere. We studied instantaneous healing, prayer healing, we studied detoxification methods. We studied cancer. We studied, you know, we met with the top doctors all over the world. And I ended up being on the Royal Raymond Rife research team out in California for a few months with Barry Lyons, who wrote The Cancer Cure That Worked. And ultimately, they gave me all of Rife's original lab manuals and stuff like that and all of his original, everything that wasn't confiscated from his laboratory. And then I got the, the 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 great pleasure and honor of being on the Tesla research team. And uh, at that time, we got, uh, you know, a lot of formulas that Tesla developed for humanity that were never really pushed out there. And it was uh, it, it, during that time, I had also said, you know, what can I do to be a doctor? And we weren't traveling like seven days a week. We would come back and forth. And so I was... Uh, uh, apply to chiropractic college because I was like, well, I still want to be a doctor. What can I do? And and I loved chiropractic because we were studying the original workings of BJ and Dee Dee Palmer, who invented chiropractor. Who Dee Dee was actually a magnetic therapist, and they were using like water and urine therapy and stuff like that. So I was introduced. So then then it just progressed and progressed, and and uh, ultimately our job, the, the research team's job was to find the root cause of disease and the root cause of cancer. And when we presented that, obviously, you know, that's when all the, you know, the research was just shunted and black cars following us around because ultimately it is simple. The root cause of all disease is nothing more than a toxic internal environment and a toxic external environment. So, um, so then so we became we, a chiropractor. So I became a chiropractor, and during this time, we were still doing research. So I was going to school and doing on this research team at the same time. It was like 20-hour days of just, but I was excited. I was motivated. It yeah. was so awesome. It was like I was finally doing my passion, what I love to do. It was just it was amazing when you talk. What, what about the MCAT? So you, you take the MCAT, and then you're ready for internship? That was the next step? No, I never, I never took the MCAT because right. But if you would have, if you would have taken the MCAT, then you have, you know, being you're a doctor, right? Or you would have to go through. Uh, no, that's that was to get into a medical school. Oh, to get into medical. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So I did. I just at the last second, I was just. You'd been in college so much, I thought you already been already in medical school. Well, I changed my major so many times, but so we, we were like renegades. I mean, like we were renegades back then because it was like, when you see that you've been so deceived, you just start going full blast and trying to, yeah. um, to help everybody you can. We opened up our, I, I, I can, I can relate. I can totally relate. Well, let's yeah. do this. I, we have to take a quick break. So we'll take a quick break and then we'll get right back. We'll pick up where we left off with Dr. Ed group. We'll be right back. Turmeric has been used for thousands of years all across India and Southeast Asia and is one of the best anti-inflammatory compounds on earth. 
Now you can get these incredible benefits with the new chemical-free body turmeric 100 liquid drops. This ethically sourced breakthrough solution absorbs over 100 times better than regular turmeric products, eliminating the need to add black pepper. Turmeric 100 helps against inflammation and pain and is made with the same chemical-free body promise. No stimulants, 100% natural, and always made in the USA. Get yours today at chemicalfreebody.com. What's up, Health Heroes? Tim James here. I'm back with my special guest, Dr. Edward Group, Global Healing Center. All right, um, let's talk about drinking urine for health. So I've got some, I got some questions for you. The first question is, um, obviously, you said you're on this research team, and some of the doctors back then were talking about it, obviously. Um, so that's cool. Um, so I have questions from, uh, from a nurse. So I have a registered nurse that has questions, which is cool. And I had some questions too. So number one, it's the toxins question, right? Cause usually the body pathway of elimination, you've got the, the lymphatic system to push stuff out, urination, defecation, perspiration, respiration. And for women, they've got menstruation. So when you pee, isn't that a way of getting rid of toxins? And then when you consume the urine aren't you putting toxins back in the body that's the first question yeah that's always that that was my question too when i started looking at it i was introduced to urine therapy actually like 30 years ago at one of those underground cancer conventions by a guy named jesse partridge and i'll answer that question but let me get to uh, a point right now first that i think is very important that i talk about um i don't uh, have practiced urotherapy just a little bit off and on for the last 30 years. You know, I haven't been um, doing it consistently every single day. In 2016, things changed because 2016 is when I dove deep into the transhumanism agenda of what's going on in this country and started looking deeply into the nanotechnology, how that works with the amount of metals that you have in the body, the amount of inorganic minerals in the body. The amount of parasites you have in the body and the and big pharma's push and all the funding for lipid nanoparticle technology. And I didn't know anything about the venoms back then that Dr. Artis was talking about. But we are in a whole new uh, paradigm right now of the levels of poisoning and attacks that are being put upon us. Uh, and that's the reason that I decided to come forward with all of this research. And I actually came forward with this in 2021. And we'll talk about some of those reasons why uh, later. So with that being said, there's been big lies and deceptions about everything that we've been taught. And this is a reality that we have to all come uh, to fruition about. It's... It's almost like if you told somebody Jesus never existed, the kind of backlash that you would get from that because of the uh, what we've been taught and what we believe in so deeply. And this is one of the things that I've taught for 20 years, that there are four elimination routes in men and five elimination routes in women. And, you know, your defecation, urine, respiration, and uh, diaphoresis sweating through the skin. And women, you had the menstruals. So, um, but then if you deep into the history of urine therapy, you'll see that urine is actually one of the most purest vibrational compounds 
uh, ever produced. It is, it's been referred to as Shivambu, golden water, uh, the kings and the queens would drink it. Now, regarding the amount of toxins, so how do you break down toxins in the first place when they come into your system? You're, you're, you're putting the toxins in your system yourself, you know, because of what you're exposing yourself to. Yes, they, they're spraying them in the air, they're putting them in the water, they're in the food and stuff like that. But um, what has happened over the last 30, 40 years is because of all the acid drinks and foods and everything, our stomachs have declined across the board in the production of hydrochloric acid. Hydrochloric acid is our first defense to be able to break down toxins. So example, you might have a mercury molecule that comes in through the food you're eating and it hits the hydrochloric acid in your stomach and it breaks that mercury molecule down into 20 pieces, let's say. The second line of detoxification is gonna be your liver. <clears throat> your liver is gonna break those 20 pieces of mercury down by the way, inorganic minerals are classified as metals too. That's why that's why people are not getting the right type of minerals and vitamins in their system because they're not eating enough raw live food, which has organic minerals in it. But it's the stomach and the liver work the same way on on minerals, whether they're inorganic or they're metals or they're toxins or poisons. And, and just a quick side note on that to for people to understand that that might not, because I wouldn't have years ago, is like there's so many people out there that are anemic where they're, you know, they're not, they don't have enough iron in their system. Um, some people have a severe situation where it's called Renault syndrome. I believe I'm pronouncing that right. And um, in all cases, I asked these people, I was like, did they prescribe you an iron supplement? Yes. Did that iron supplement make you have an upset tummy? Yes. Do you know why? No, because they, they prescribed you something off a store shelf somewhere that was like iron oxide. We're talking about it's like chewing on a railroad tie or a, a bridge, a metal bridge. Those that iron has not been through the root system of a plant and become and converted into a carbon-based uh, form, so that it can be assimilable. So that's what he was talking about when when he's talking about inorganic minerals. Just think of metal railroad bridge in an iron supplement as an example. Would that be accurate. Yeah, inorganic minerals are basically like rocks or metals that are just in nature and in soil. And as the plant takes up an inorganic mineral, it will break it down into an organic usable form of a, of a mineral or a vitamin. So, um, so first off, you know, because I'm all about the root cause. So it's like you know, when someone says, well, what about the toxins in the urine? You know, first you have to talk about, well, what, why, are there, why are there toxins even in the body to begin with? Um, but basically, we've had this. This has all been planned, by the way, um, by introducing things that will reduce and burn out your cells in your stomach, and then you know create leaky gut, and then to bypass to put these chemicals and metals and and broken down toxins and poisons into your bloodstream, and and then to congest your liver and make your liver fatty with alcohol and fatty foods and processed foods and stuff like that. So your liver is not able to detoxify. Right now on the planet, I would I would feel be real comfortable saying that the people the the, the normal non healthy people on the planet their livers are probably only functioning at ten or fifteen percent. So so then you have the molecules normally that are going to be broken down, and then it goes to the liver, and then it's broken down even more in the liver. And if it's usable, if it's if it's set at a resonant frequency that your body needs it or wants to use it, then it can be 
you know, put or transported to where it needs to be used. Um, poisons and stuff like that and the metals and the stuff like that that need to, they will be pushed out in the bow. And there will be fragments of these in the urine. However, the fragments in the urine are not harmful anymore. They don't have a charge to them. They're just a piece, a tiny, tiny fraction piece because the kidneys filter down the blood down to 60 microns. And a lot of these things will be pushed into the tissues or pushed into the brain or, you know, anywhere else in the body. As a matter of fact, a lot of the large molecules uh, are pushed in there that are still active, that can still be active and that can create charge deficiencies with other, you know, organic, biochemical, physiological processes. However, in the urine, the, um, first of all, the urine is, is always sterile for the most part, uh, unless you have a kidney infection or a bladder infection or something like that, which by the way, they <clears throat> even recommend drinking your urine for that in, in uh, India. But I've had to completely reframe my brain around this too, because um, what I've noticed and witnessed is that it the urine works almost like a homeopathic. And there's a reason why you have those, what, what you, I, I don't call them toxins because I don't think they're toxic anymore. You can identify metals by doing urinalysis and run a scan of somebody's urine. You can see fragments of these things because they'll still show up on the test. But the real question is, are they still toxic? And I don't believe they are because there's been, you know, massive amount of cases and including myself to where you can, you can, you can, you know, drink this back and it works as a homeopathic kind of it's a, it's a, your urine is a very powerful energetic uh, medicine that's created for you and comes out uh, in an area of your genitals where only birth comes out. And everybody has actually drank their own urine when they're in the, uh, in the womb. That's what you do. You drink your mom's urine and the amniotic fluid until you develop your kidneys and then you drink your own uh, urine. So why would it be bad if that's how life begins and that's how the stem cells are formed and that's how your whole body is formed? Every single person watching this video right now has drank their own urine. It's been used for multiple different types of medicinal purposes over the years. And there's never been any proof. And like I said, this is there's there's been in India, especially that it's very common that people drink their urine all throughout their life or cow's urine. And I mean, in, you know, different parts of the world, they drink camel urine. And uh, there's never, to my knowledge, been any case that I've ever been able to find of someone becoming more toxic by drinking their own urine. Well, so hasn't, how, hasn't like, hasn't like Dr. Brzezinski built a whole practice around this? I mean, taking out neoplastines out of the urine or yes I mean so um so there's actually over 5000 uh, compounds in urine that have been identified there's a urobiome link that you can go to and you can actually see all of the different uh, compounds but urine has you know it has it it's basically the way that it works in simple terms is that your body is always your body is an energetic and vibrational your being and your body is always going to try to balance itself out. It's going to look at, are your hormones off? Or you're, you know, you're, you might be going through stress and anxiety or depression, or are you uh, putting tons of t toxic chemicals and metals and stuff inside your body? So your body's always going to try to rebalance itself. And so what it's, it, it, do you think God would have created the perfect, uh, you know, in his image without 
being able to create the perfect medicine at the same time and coming out of you. I mean, it's, it's almost it's, like a fail. It's, it's kind of like it's it's like a it's a perfect system actually. It's a perfect system of creation. Without that, without having you know something you can put back in your system that tells your retells your body every single thing it needs to do and what hormones to produce. It's basically like a golden nutrient liquid that's a high vibrational liquid. And the reason why you can see all those things in there is because it's telling the body to get rid of more of them, to push them out. So it's, it's really, you know, the simple, the simplest way to look at it. I mean, you have DHEA in your urine, you have stem cells in your urine, you have adrenaline in your urine, you have antibodies in your urine. How do you think all the original vaccines were actually made? How do you think anti-venoms were made? They inject an animal and then they collect their urine because your urine, it, that tells you everything you need to know right there. Okay, so if I have a bacterial infection and if I inject it into, a, uh, into an animal and I test that animal's urine, that animal's going to have antibodies produced for that antigen or that bacteria or that whatever it is that was introduced. And the humans have the same thing. And that's all actually been proven by science. You can, within seconds of you getting bit by a poisonous snake, your body has already began producing the antivenom and the antivenom will come out of your urine usually within about 15 seconds and you will have the antidote for that snake bite in your urine that's been so used somebody that's up in, up in the mountains that gets bit by a rattlesnake or whatever a king cobra and they're they freak out they're pumping the venom through their blood and they don't know about urine therapy they could die they can't make it to the hospital but the whole time, all these people that have died from snake bites, they could have drank their own urine. And then what happens? Yeah, well, your, your, your body. So that just proves to you that you have that we were created with our own pharmacy in us. And the medicine is coming out of us through the life giving. So our reproductive area, the vagina and the penis are life giving. So nothing can be. Uh, toxic to life coming out of there. That's the sperm that that, that creates life, and the, and the urine is actually a living, uh, a living compound. Uh, so, yeah, Dr. Brzezinski to answer your question earlier, he he spent time studying this in India for years, and then he uh, at some urine therapy clinics, and then he came to the U.S. and started taking the anti neoplastins out of the. Um, of the urine and then, you know, doing a lot of research with cancer on there. But I mean, it's just like the peptide trend right now, right? Like everybody wants to go do all these peptides. Your urine contains more peptides than anywhere else you're going to go get peptides. Your urine contains uh, stem cells. It contains interferon. It contains growth hormone. It contains uh, every calcium, vitamin, uh, copper, iodine, zinc, everything that you, that you need to, um, to heal yourself. But let me say this, urine is not a magic bullet. And, you know, these are also times that uh, the times that we're in right now, dealing with all this nanotechnology and dealing with this high level of synthetic biology and transhumanism. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I don't know if, if, if urine's going to be able to, to deal with that or yeah, no one knows. I mean, no one knows anything about what, you know, I, th I feel like our research team is the most advanced with Dr. Artis and everybody and Dr. G. Mikovits and Dr. Lee Barrett and all the 
you know, top experts and researchers and we're pulling together stuff, but no one has ever been in a situation like we're in right now. And the reason why I wanted to come out with urine therapy really was because at the beginning stages of the pandemic, everybody was really worried about their changing our DNA, which I believe they, they are still trying to do. They're, they're trying to manipulate our DNA so we can become this, you know, half cyborg, half human being that they want to be able to control through uh, frequency. Well, guess, so there's only two ways that we found that you can repair, regenerate DNA. And one is through water-only fasting, and the second is through urine therapy. Why is that important? Because I would be very careful about getting any stem cells from anybody else out there these days because your, your DNA has two components. It has a physical component and it has a spiritual component. The spiritual component is the light, it's the sound, it's the quantum signature, the quantum energy signature that we all have, which are specific to us. You cannot get that quantum energy signature from any supplement to repair your DNA or mitochondria. You cannot get that from anywhere else, anybody else for that matter. The only person you can get that, your, your original signature, quantum signature energetic code of your DNA is from you. And so that's another, you know, well, reason I was coming out with the, the information on urotherapy is because that's, that has your own reparative code in it for you. And of course we thought there was, you know, and still might be, you know, where they come get you and throw you on a van and take you to a concentration camp somewhere. I mean, what are you going to do? I'm all about providing answers for free to people. You know, this is something that no matter where you are in the world, no matter where, if you're in a jail cell, a concentration camp, uh, you know, someone has forced jabbed you with some bioweapon technology, you always have a solution with you at all times. And that's why I want to be clear that I'm not saying this is a magic bullet and it's not, and, you know, you can start drinking your urine and all your health conditions are going to just go away. Because in the ancient times, your urine is only as powerful as what you're exposing yourself to in your internal and external environment. So it means like if you're still eating crappy and you're not detoxing and you're not, you know, taking care of your mental health and your spiritual health and all that, your urine is just going to be, it's going to be powerful. And eventually, you know, you could probably do it in, you know, over five years, six years, completely get better. But uh, it, it's not just about that. It's, it's about, you know, changing your whole lifestyle and and uh the the better you eat the more live foods you eat the more good supplements you take the more you detox the liver the more you you know raise the vibrational frequency of the body it's a one-to-one -one relationship the more powerful and healing your urine actually becomes awesome awesome all right so next question is basically I mean, you kind of covered, you covered snake bites. You mentioned um, COVID, you know, and a lot of people, uh, you know, we're, we were all taught that COVID was a virus, but I've never seen a photo of that virus with all the fancy microscopes that are out there nowadays, but they have shown us the spike protein. I had Dr. Artis on not too long ago for those that um, are, are following the show. And we found out that you know, it's not a virus and it looks like it's a synthetic snake venom that has been put in our water, aerosolized in the air um, or and or create a vaccine. And the vaccines were created to hijack our own human cells, hijack the E. coli in our stomach and hijack 
um, candida, which is a yeast in our in our in our body, and have those cells actually start making the synthetic snake venom inside of us. So the solution to that, how does urine therapy handle snake? Because obviously we just talked about it. You get bit by a snake, it works. The synthetic snake venoms are just another form of different types of snakes. So why wouldn't it work on AKA COVID? It has worked. I mean, that's, you know, when I was part of the COVID task force under uh, President Trump's team, we were looking, this is another reason why I started bringing it back out again, was because in India, the, all the reports that were coming in from India, uh, the, a lot of them were that people were drinking their own urine uh, when they came down with symptoms and within, you know, 24, 48 hours, they were better. That's kind of that's kind of like what launched me back into this whole uh, coming out and doing and doing studying uh, more studying and research on urotherapy and its effects. And it just so happens that you know right around that time they were also talking about especially for the people that got the bioweapon they were talking about the blood clotting. And so, I mean, urine was fitting every single question and puzzle that people were trying to figure out how do we you know stop the blood clotting well the most powerful blood clotting enzyme in the world is in your own urine it's called urokinase you know what all you have to do is just drink your urine you know a little bit of your urine a few times a day and you're not going to get any blood clots um because it's just going to you know so basically like everything that we were coming up against we were finding solutions in urine like it was just like oh urine does this oh urine does that oh urine does it <laughs> and so um ultimately you know there the the programs that we had and uh, for the pandemic you know with the zinc and the the supercharged c60 and the iodine and all these different you know compounds that were working on different mechanisms especially attacking the the bacteria and the yeast like like you said that's something we figured out that no one had come forward with yet is that they were never like designing their system to attack human cells i mean maybe a little bit but ultimately they were all they were going after all the 98 percent, 97 percent of the cells in your body are non-human it's it, like they've they've done such a good job of deceiving us and making us look over here when the real thing is over here. <clears throat> they've been doing experiments with genetically modifying bacteria and yeast, knowing that if you can control 98% of the cells in the human body, which are not human cells, you can control the, you can control the human. And so that's why they're going after our cells, our DNA, because of our quantum signature, because of our God energy in our cells is a way 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 more difficult for them to kind of manipulate because then you're like trying to play god however the bacteria and the yeast that are everywhere in your body are a heck of a lot easier to manipulate and they can they they they, they they're the ones that basically they're controlling to control you and so uh with the urine you get a multi-purpose i mean like a multifaceted it's like your body is your own pharmacy that reads exactly. So it's, it's like a multi-dimensional healing crystal. <laughs> I mean, it, it actually is kind of crystalline in structure, believe it or not. If you just put a little bit in the in a, in a little bit of a glass uh, a tray and you let it, uh, you know, uh, dehydrate, it does actually look like crystals. And there are crystals in your urine, actually. There's um, so, but again, it's um. Okay, multi-dimensional liquid healing crystals. There that's you go. The new, that's the new term instead of uh, uh, pahelin. <laughs> 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 I 
Uh, it's just hard for people to wrap their head around other, you know, what they've been taught that the urine is a byproduct and a waste product. And it's, it's, you know, getting past that. That's, that's why I tell people, you just, you have to do your own research. I'm, I mean, yeah. I'm still finding, I'm still finding out stuff about urine and I've been pretty heavy into this for like three, three or four years. And, and to put it this way, okay, there are hundreds of thousands of people that have started urotherapy since 2021 from around the world. Myself, I'm in multiple groups of doctors that are doing this, managing this. Not once in, since 2021 have we had any case that I've heard of of regression or anyone that's had any bad problems. Only people that have been able to stabilize, even people that were on death, like literally a day away from dying. And they said, the last thing that I have that I can try is to drink my own urine. That were down to like a hundred pounds, and all that that morning before they, you know, they thought they were going to die that die, they just tried their urine, and then they started drinking a little bit every day. Hadn't been able to eat in ten days or hold any food down at all, and all of a sudden the nausea went away within an hour. Their color started coming back. They started drinking urine. Eventually, like by the by the end of that first day, they were able to eat an avocado and some nut butters for the first time in ten days. The second day. They started getting even better and better, and, and literally they were hours away from dying, and now their life has been completely turned around, and they've been, uh, you know, gaining up up to 120 pounds and continually gaining weight. I have literally seen miracles happen that there was no other option, natural, like for example, this one person I'm talking about, they couldn't even to swallow a pill, they yeah. couldn't even take a pill. They couldn't even take a liquid. They were throwing up everything. Could, couldn't, it, you know, the only other option that they had was to go to the hospital and get on a feeding tube. Um, and they were probably going to die, you know, then. The urine, I've literally witnessed urine people saving people's lives and and, keep, and keeping them from getting the blood clotting and, uh, you know, eliminating things. Now, the issue is we don't have... You know, everybody's like, well, where's the science? You know, where's the proof? I have a document I'll be happy to share with your listeners. I've spent years gathering science. There is science on this. I hate that word because science is so, you know, we've been so manipulated to believe science is a God and science is everything when actually it's just the opposite. Science is the one that's destroying everything. Um, well, then so it's I so like manipulated to too because you actually have people that are trying to do the scientific method and then when we learn something new, we move on. Oh, okay, now this is the new truth, right? And and but there's so much checkbook science where or scientific consensus where they get a bunch of bought paid off morons together and say this is the way it is. That's not the scientific method. So there's there's the checkbook science, the science the, in the and the, this herd mentality science that has no place in science. It should be just the scientific method and you know, our spiritual path, basically. So let's, let's talk about some part of urotherapy that I think will get some people to pay attention to. Um, I wanted to talk about, you mentioned uh, hormones, because there's a lot of stuff going on. Let's just talk about women for a while, because a lot of thyroid issues and, um, you know, ovarian cysts, uterine cysts, breast cancer, all this stuff. And, uh, you know, a lot of women are looking into doing a bioidentical hormones therapy, um, hopefully before they had their uterus removed, their ovaries removed. What's your thought process on those 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 women for urine therapy? 
I think it would be great, you know, with me, with, with, uh, anytime I'm working with any woman or male, as far as hormones, you always have to ask the question, what is the root cause of the imbalance of their hormones? And most of the time, at least for me, 90% of the time or more is a boron, selenium and iodine deficiency. And it is also uh, too much accumulation of the phytoestrogens or the endocrine disrupting chemicals in their environment. This can be caused from the makeup and uh, this is the, the plastics, the fluoride, the chlorine, the bromine, you know, any type of the VOCs, any endocrine disrupting chemical, including glyphosate, natrazine. Um, as so the first thing is let's, 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 let's change your diet and try to identify and get rid of anything that can be disrupting your hormones from the outside. Um, and then, and then of course the urine is going to have a balanced effect. I mean, your, your urine, if you look at the hormones in your urine is going to be exactly the balance of what you need coming back into your system. Now, some of the doctors that were doing more of the hormone research with urine would uh, start off with injections. It just works a little bit better that way. It's like a hormone injection because you're getting stem cells and you're getting the exact balance of the estrogen, testosterone, DHEA, uh, growth hormone, all of that right back into your system. Um, there have been some cases where I think that, you know, I've heard that they needed to supplement as well with um bioidentical hormones. Uh, but I think in those cases, and maybe you might need to do that in the beginning stages, but I think in those cases, uh, the, the, a lot of doctors out there still are not really uh, helping people identify the root cause of their problem. It's, it, we're still in a very, very prescription-based model to address symptoms, and that includes the natural field as well. Um, yeah it's hopefully we'll get to that to where, you know, that's why I started the global healing Institute to, to, to teach people about, you know, figuring out what is causing the issue instead of always looking for, you know, what pill can I take for this? What, what herb can I take for this? It's like, okay, well, why don't we talk about what's causing it to begin with? It's something in your internal environment or your external environment, something you're eating, something you're exposed to. Let's look there. Let's identify childhood trauma. Childhood trauma, emotional, for sure. Um, you know, okay. let's, let's address those issues. So what about men and testosterone? Is there any benefit there for, for somebody to, to get uh, urine therapy? It's great for athletes. Uh, you know, there's some MMA fighters that, that have been doing their doing urine therapy. There's boxers that have been doing urine therapy. Uh, that's uh, the athletes for sure. I mean, can benefit tremendously from uh, doing that and help balancing out their hormones. Uh, you're going to have, like I said, everybody's different. You, you're going to have the exact ratio of what you need in your urine of testosterone, DHEA, all the hormones. It doesn't matter. If you're deficient in one, then your body's going to start producing it. And that's, again, that's how it's, that's it's awesome. like a relay system. <clears throat> it's like a homeopathic system. So again, like you might not have the full testosterone molecule in your urine, but it's going to signal your body to produce more testosterone. It's kind yeah. of a relay system that goes back and forth. That, that you know what I'm thinking of, Ted? It's like you've seen those hats where they got the beers on them and then the, the, and then the, the tube goes down to the mouth of the thing. <laughs> yeah. We take that hat, but we take another tube and we run it up into the beer cans and then into the mouth, right? So it's just a, we, 
we got to cycle it. We got to get, got to get the urine going back in us. All right. We don't want to drink out of aluminum cans. You guys that follow me know we would promote that or drink in beer because that's going to kill the bacterium in your stomach. So I did all that pyramid of cans in the pale moonlight long time ago before I knew about health. Um, all right. So let's talk about something else that's very exciting for people. And it's turned into a massive industry. And people are actually taking medical vacations and going all over the place. And Tony Robbins is talking about it. And I actually had Tony Robbins' top uh, uh, I think it was Dr. Ross Carter uh, uh, talking about stem cells um, and stem cell therapies. So a lot of money in these things, five grand, 10 grand, 15 grand and up, depending on where you go and how many you need. Um, talk about stem cells and then let's get into culturing, which I'm very interested in and very exciting. And, and I can tell you guys already, like this isn't like something I, when I met Ed and, and Jonathan, they were talking about this stuff. I literally went into the bathroom and drank my pee. <laughs> I started doing it. And at first I was like, kind of like, oh, whatever. It tastes weird, but I'm, I'm getting used to it now. And, and a friend of mine, I, I joked around because I heard, you know, you, you start the pee, you get it going, and then you put the sample in, and then you drink that sample. So I want to get into all that. But what I was doing is like I make a, like a matcha latte every morning in a big mug, or I'll have like a, a chai tea. And sometimes I just, one time I was like, because I live out in this trailer, I just, I peed a little bit and then I peed in the mug and then I drank it and it kind of had a hint of matcha or a hint of chai. And I was like, wow, this is actually quite nice. And I'm a chef, so I'm, I'm really into flavoring and stuff. So might be some options we'll get into, <laughs> into later um, about how to, you know, get the stuff down in the beginning and get over that big mental hurdle. So why don't you talk about stem cells? Yeah, well, so this is this is why I mean, I know that there's an argument like, hey, a stem cell is a stem cell and it's, it's an undifferentiated cell that can that can grow basically any type of organ or tissue. But I, you know, and I've had these discussions with people that are doing stem cell treatments and all over the world. But here's the thing. So you they're not talking about the energetic component. They're not talking about the etheric component. If you take or you know, like, let's do say you're culturing stem cells from an umbilical, uh, which by the way, all the stem cells they take are urine-based uh, stem cells because they take them from the placenta or the umbilical cord or the amniotic fluid in most cases. I'm talking. I'm not talking about spinning your own cells down. That's that's something different. Um, but so they're urine-based anyway. They're urine-based anyway. <laughs> So you're basically taking them from somebody else, which if that there, there's very, I've asked a lot of these stem cell companies. So what is the screening process? And they're like, well, I get them from a clean company. And that's the response that I'm getting. So I don't trust that. I'm, I'm very, very particular like you are. Like you're probably the only other person I know that goes to the lengths of finding out uh, where every single thing is coming from and tracing it back. And if there's any contamination and, you know, we're like the mad you know, scientists when it comes to quality. And so, you know, no one in the stem cell industry has been able to answer that question. Can you verify that this, that the, these stem cells came from an unvaxxed person? I know, uh, well, it doesn't really matter. They're stem cells. It does matter because there's energy involved with it. There's, uh, there's, there's uh, an energetic code in every stem cell. That's a code from that person's body. And they don't know anything about that. So you're going to be putting this into your body from somebody else, number one. 
why even do that? Why even spend, why even spend that kind of money on, on somebody else's stem cells? You don't know. You might, there's been people that have said, you know what, you can, okay, for organ transplants, for example, where people have had gotten somebody's organ and they've taken over the personality of that person. They've had dreams of that person. They've remembered things of that person that they put their, their organ in. There's oh yeah, there's I've heard no all kinds of stuff like that. Doubt that you will transfer energy um, and you will be connected to that uh, individual quantum energy field of that person. Same thing like with the the the, the ancient uh, Tao teachings, the Tao teachings of. That where they say that if that every partner that you have sex with in your life, you're going to have a what they call a astral umbilical cord connected to that person, and you're going to actually be, you know, if that person turns out to be a drug head or like real evil person, you know, it's going to affect you uh, for 12 years. Uh, every person you have sex with for 12 years, you're going to have an astral uh, uh, cord. I mean, this has been written about in from the beginning of time, 5,000 years, and, and you have to kind of just study. Multiple well, that's an interesting sets. discussion. My first thing is like, why twelve years? <laughs> yeah, I I don't know why twelve years. I, I I have no idea. I just remember reading that that's... in the because I because it's it's very fascinating to me because there's a method to charge your urine to where you can make it a thousand to ten thousand times more powerful, and that's through a, an ancient practice of semen retention. And you know, basically, that's a whole nother conversation that we could have. But basically, how we've been manipulated and trained to have animalistic sex and and men are masturbating, you know, nonstop to porn all the time and they're losing their vital life force. Actually, the semen is the most powerful medicine in the body, believe it or not. It's the most charged. It's life-giving, right? I mean, yeah. it's that's it's it's it there's nothing more powerful. And if you look at the ancient texts, it was very, very regarded as the highest level of vibration and enlightenment. And that's why monks went celibate and all that stuff because and even athletes go to celibate because you're, you know, every time you ejaculate, you lose a massive amount of life force. Yeah, I heard it was like every time you ejaculate, it's like running a marathon equivalent taxation on the body. Yeah, and the older you get, it takes, like, for example, if you're 50, it's going to take a 12 days, roughly, to be able to regenerate the amount of life force. And so, I mean, you have these kids these days that are just, you know, masturbating five, ten times a day to porn. And it's just, it's really sick and, and sad what's happening because they're just, you know, that's why they're having a lot of the conditions that they're having. Because they're just blasting out all their, their, their life force, their fluid, their what gives them energy, what gives them vibration, what gives them health, what, what brings them up. So there are ways to actually, you know, enhance your urine and the potency of your urine, especially like through taking some time to, to do. So let's, let's talk about that. How, how many stem cells, I think you said it was in a day's worth of urine, you have 140 stem cells roughly. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Roughly 140 stem cells in a day. And then the, this was thanks to the Wake Forest study, which believe it or not, there are uh, universities that are, you know, doing a little bit of study on this. The reason why there's not a lot of studies is because there's no money in it. However, urine has been studied independently by big pharma. It's, it's actually the AMA came out, I think it was in 1954 and said that 
urine was the most studied compound uh, in all research because they, they knew how powerful it was. It's just they were trying to manipulate it and say, okay, how can we take this out and make it into a pharmaceutical? Synthesize how it, can we, and yeah. sell it as always. How we can, yeah, exactly. They don't want, they didn't want to just, to, the pharmaceutical industry would not even exist right now if everybody would have known that they can. Well, um, hey, could you imagine if, uh, if President Trump would have came out during the pandemic and said, hey, look, we figured it out. It's not a virus. It's synthetic snake venom, and you can put nicotine on and drink your own urine, and you'll heal yourself. Thank you very much. Well, you know, the prime minister in India for years was open about drinking his own urine. It's just like we're just so brainwashed here in the United States. It's, uh, I mean, he did kind of say some stuff, and look at how much he got ridiculed for the chlorine dioxide, and look how how he got ridiculed for the hydroxychloroquine, and you know, stuff like that. So. Okay, so how do, stem a, cells. how do we take okay. yeah, stem cells from 140 to 100 yeah. million? So what they did was they let the urine sit out at room temperature at the Wake, at Wake Forest, and they retested it in 21 days, and they found over 100 million stem cells. So basically what happened was the urine was so living that it actually produced life, and it started reproducing. It went from 140 stem cells, which are undifferentiated cells that you originally create when you're, you know, basically first born, first, you know, in the in the womb. One stem cell gets created and goes over to the liver and then divides into two and builds the liver. Then one stem cell goes to the bone and divides into two and then builds the bone. So this is the undifferentiated stem cells that can rebuild, regenerate everything, every organ, every tissue in the body with your original quantum energy signature that you were born with. So in 21 days, it went from 140 to over 100 million. Now, how much would it cost for you to go get some other 100 million stem cells from some other person, which most of them are not, most, most of the stem cell clinics, I only know one, it's in Thailand, that they do it within 72 hours of harvesting. Most of these stem cells are already, you know, harvested a while back and they're freeze dried or, you know, they're not they're not usually fresh stem cells like somebody has a baby and then they go over there, you know, get the umbilicus and do it right then and then come over to you. So so what people are doing now is they are taking like, let's just say some two ounce bottles like you have like a two ounce dropper bottle or something like that. You just just fill up a two ounce bottle of your urine midstream in the morning and just put a piece of tape on it and just put day one, put the date on it and then do that for, you know, five or six days or however many days you want. And then just, just calculate out. I say about five, you take five bottles. And so uh, it's about 25 days, five, 10, 15, 20, 25 days. Um, so every five days you fill up another bottle and then at the end of 25 days, you come back to the first bottle and that's your two ounce bottle. So it's 25 days old. It's probably going to be a little bit more than a hundred million in 25 days. And then you just drink that bottle, you know, that's two ounces. And then you wait five days and then drink another one. Wait five days, drink another one. Wait five and you, days, you keep, drink another you one. You keep every, every five days you're filling <laughs> a bottle. And then after you've reached the 25 day mark, the original bottle, you start drinking that, and now you've got the daisy chain going. You're just 
every five days you're peeing, every five days you're drinking. And then you have these five bottles that you clean and rotate. Pretty simple. Yeah, but actually, I mean, you know, that would be if someone is really suffering from something that's going on. But I mean, a lot a lot of the people just do it once a month. They just pour, you know, to do do it. That's basically like you doing a stem cell, you know, taking stem cells in once a month. So it doesn't even, you know, it doesn't even have to be that hard. You know, if you're doing a little bit of urine drinking every day, you're already getting stem cells. Have you, have you, you want, have you, go ahead, keep going, sorry. No, I mean, if you want, like for me, I don't do all the five, every five days. I do it like once every couple of months, you know, honestly, because yeah. I just uh-huh. I don't have time to deal with all of it. But I'm not really suffering from anything either. I didn't, you know, expose myself. I try not to expose myself to any toxins and try to keep myself as clean as possible. So, yeah. uh, but you're, the age during like that, by the way, you know, even if you have some that's, you know, 21 days old is fantastic for the skin. I mean, absolutely fantastic for the skin. It is I mean, it's like the top, the best anti-aging, you know, even when you use the restroom, you should always just put a little on your hand and rub it on your skin too. It's, uh, <laughs> oh my God, it. Carrie, your skin's so amazing. What have you been doing? Well, I've, I've been drinking my, my aged urine lately and it's really making a difference. <laughs> yeah. So the aged urine is going to be very, it's very alkaline and it's, it, it's, you know, it's, it's kind of hard to get down. It's like, I don't know if you've ever like drank some noni that, you know, has been, fermenting in a pot for a long time not like the noni juice you get at the store but like real noni like they do in the uh it's 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 a it's not easy to get down um but i always have some age urine with me i carry it with me everywhere i go just to to put on my skin or if i get a cut or a burn or you know anything i just put it put it on there it's amazing i remember now for some reason you ever see that show uh bulletproof monk yes do you remember when he, he had like his hand was hurting from squeezing the other guy's hand and then the monk had his, oh, it's a natural salve. He's like, ooh, it's it's cool. It's it's refreshing it, and it works. And he's like, yes, I made it for my own urine. He's like, oh, God. So <laughs> that is actually legit. That's actually legit. So not only can you drink it or, or you know orally, but you can, you can put it on topically. So another question I had was, and then we'll get into the last few parts, but uh, – if, if it goes to 100 million stem cells in 21 days, what's it at at 30 or 45? Have you looked into that at all? Or is there any benefit? Nobody knows. Benefit? Nobody knows. I mean, the only study we, we've ever had that we've ever been able to pull up on that, which was a very surprising study. Of course, there's been lots of people that have been claiming that urine improves over time and that there's the whole book's been written about. Harry Matadine has a book uh He's probably one of the world leading experts on uh, evolved urine. They call it evolved. It doesn't really age. Age means it gets worse, you know, or you, it degenerates. So the terminology is like people say aged urine, but really it's 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 really known as evolved urine because yeah, it culture, actually culture. evolves into a whole nother, more powerful substance that you can take. And I, he's I, been. I'm big into cultured foods and kefirs and yogurts. I, I culture lactobacillus reuteri yogurt, lactobacillus gasseri, a couple of strains that have been missing from the gastrointestinal tract. I've noticed huge benefits when I added re- lactobacillus reuteri into my sleep, my strength, and, and uh, just being more calm as a human being. So it's like cultured urine. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to pee in a bunch of bottles. I'm going to set them off to the side and then Maybe in ten years I'll take one and drink it, and I'll I'll instantly turn into a ball of light. I don't know what's going to happen, but I... 
Well, I don't think so. I think I, I and I'm not 100 percent sure on this, but I, I think that there is a certain amount of time that you have where the stem cells would stop growing because there's just there's there, there's you know, it's going to get it continues to get more alkaline and alkaline. And at that point in time, maybe they all, you know, die yeah. Or, or, yeah. or something. Yeah. So uh, we, we don't have that information yet. I, I, we are working with some different research teams. It'd be really good to know that, you know, what is the, the, the time? What, is it 40? Yeah, where, where, where's the maximum? Because like with Lactobacillus reuteri, it goes and then it, it's, it's 34, 35, 36 hours. Those last few hours, it goes up to like 500 billion colony forming units. And then that's where there's enough there to make a difference and an impact in the physiological body. But, you know, three hours before that, if you take it on eat, it's going to taste good, but you're not going to get the benefit that you need. But then they kind of max out because I asked him, he said, yeah, we went farther. But, it, it, you know, once the room gets crowded, there's no more room to put any more bacterium in. So I'm assuming the same with thing with stem cells. Once it reaches, it's going to reach a critical mass. And be like, that's all we can do in this area, in this space with the energy and the food or whatever source they had to duplicate and do all that stuff. So I'm sure it's pretty similar. Yeah. You know, just in theory, that that's, that that's what we believe is, is happening. And eventually do this, do the, you know, if the stem cells don't have any food to grow or tissue to create or anything, is there, is there a point where they just die? You know, we don't know yeah. that information, but um, but what we do know is that you have a hundred million at twenty one day, which is a yeah. pretty advanced. It's some pretty advanced um, some stuff right there. That's and you know, I'm not going to get I'm not going to get too far into it. But we have been doing you know some research as well as uh, as far as injecting those um, in as well. Just we don't know what the how many of those stem cells or if they're wrapped in a certain thing would survive the, the uh, stomach lining as well. So, I mean, there are some doctors that have been doing uh, injections as well as, you know, with urine, aged urine. Or what, what about, what about, uh, what about this? What about implanting urine rectally? Yes, you can do that. Absolutely. That's not, you can mix it in with your enemas. And um, I mean, you could even mix a little distilled water so the you you want to mix the urine 50 50 before you do it in uh in uh, any type of an enema because it's it is really strong uh you know yeah. alkal it's it's like a 14 on the alkalinity scale Whoa. and it's it's as alkaline as you can get i mean if there was probably a scale an alkalinity scale that went to like 25 it might even be like up like 20 or something who knows yeah. but that's just that it might even be more alkaline than the alkaline scales <laughs> um but so you should age urine, you should always kind of dilute a little bit, you know, 50, 50 with some distilled water. If you're going to do that in your. Um... Okay. Let's talk about dosages and stuff like that. So I'm very excited about this because, you know, one thing we can do here is enemas. I talk about those quite often. Um, you don't have to drink it. You don't have to taste it, whatever. You can just put it in a bag, dilute it 50% distilled water only. And the other 50% your aged urine. Okay. Now, what if somebody just wants to urinate right there on the spot and then put it into a, into a, it's not aged, what they can just do it straight, right? In the enema bag. Yeah. So the uses that we say is you can do that straight in the, in the enema bag. It's not an issue at all with your fresh morning urine. Morning urine works the best because it does, that usually has the highest level of stem cells and you collect midstream. 
Um, there's never been any proof one way or another that, you know, midstream is better than first stream, but it's just kind of that philosophy, like you were talking about earlier, you know, if you have any heavy metals or any toxins or whatever, it's going to, they're going to sink down. You're going to probably pee most of those out in the first couple seconds. So it's just like, you're trying to collect the urine in the mid bladder, mm. uh, which is usually cleaner. Uh, but that's, you know, that's been debunked too. So it's, it's, you know, that was just kind of a theory thing. So basically you can drink it. You know, you can, and it doesn't have to be just your first morning either. You can drink it all, you know, throughout the day. I usually recommend an ounce so, of two ounces. So how do people, because like the same thing is like with our green formula, most people are like, oh, it tastes really good for greens and it's super concentrated, but some people have to mix it with um, lemon juice or lime juice, or they'll have to put mix it with uh, unsweetened cranberry juice um, or whatever, you know, they got to mix it with something to get, or make a smoothie or a, a almond milk or something to get it down. So, but most people are fine with it. So with, with just drinking the urine straight, uh, straight out of the urethra, I guess, uh, you can, I've noticed that if I let it cool off a little bit, it's easier to drink. It's not warm. Some people say that I personally like it warm, but I, <laughs> So you can you can definitely mix something in with it, and that's how people get started. Squeeze a little fresh lemon juice in there, or just best if you have some some sort of fresh juice. You know, you can like squeeze just a little bit of orange juice or lemon juice or something like that. But you really want to get to the point where you're actually tasting it, and you will. This is what will happen eventually. You will start understanding the power of it and your body will start reacting when you put it in your mouth and you'll start being being able to taste like what you did the flavors of the foods that you ate the night before and you'll start uh intuitively knowing what's not working good for your body because it'll you, you'll start becoming more subtle at tasting it's almost like a a sommelier for for like fine wines, you know, like a master sommelier. You you start understanding your body and you start noticing these little intricacies, like when you go eat this or when you do this or you know when you're worked out too hard. And so it's, it really does create more of a, a resonant uh, understanding of your body and and what's going on inside your body. And then you'll start then you then you'll see that food again or something after you've tasted it, and you'll be like, you know what, I, I didn't that didn't that didn't really jive well with me the last time so it really is becoming one with your body honestly I yeah mean, it's like heightening, your, heightening all your yeah. senses and your intuition so your you instincts. can use it on your skin too so I, I put it in my eyes i put it in my ears i put it uh snorted up my nose it's it's amazing to just clean your sinuses out uh, you can rub it all over your skin the most the most expensive skincare products in the world are based off of urine you know, the ones that are like two or $300, they have urea in them. And so it's a best moisturizer. Women, if you, you know, especially, you know, most guys aren't like rubbing moisturizer all over their whole skin every single day. So most, you know, it'd be great to do it with your urine. It's um, unbelievable. You, you won't have any flaking anymore and your, your skin will just, it's, it's, it's incredible for your skin. Think of a baby skin, right? A baby's skin is so soft because it literally soaked in a pool of urine for, 10 months. And, yeah. you know, I've seen pictures of people that have just been mixing a little bit of aged and, um, and, uh, and fresh together. You know, they, they like 10, they look 10 to 15 years younger within a month of just putting it on their face. Mm. 
So you can do it that way. You can rub it on your skin. You can put a couple drops in your belly button. It's a really good way to do it because you have over 70,000 nerve endings in your belly button that go everywhere throughout your whole body. And it's actually an ancient Ayurvedic treatment is to put herbs inside your belly button or uh, even acupuncture. They can put, you know, hit all the acupuncture points right around your belly button. So if you put a couple drops in your belly button in the morning, that's really good. It resignals your body of what's going on, what needs to balance everything out. You can soak your feet. You can do enemas with it. You don't necessarily have to, you know, you can do injections with it. You don't have to necessarily drink it if you don't want to. There's many other uses for it. But ultimately, you should be, um, in my opinion, you know, at least, you know, drinking it. By the way, I mean, when you're ever exposed to anything, your body produces antibodies to that antigen. And those antibodies only come out through your urine. I mean, you might have some come out through your breath or something too, but I mean, it's going to be hard to capture those and put them back in your body. It's pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. Well, let's just talk about the last thing uh, so prevalent, like cancer. What have you seen with people with cancer? Because I know you've had a deep study in cancer and working with patients. Uh, there's been many, many, many cases of cancer that have been, it, to me, it's the number one product in the world for uh, cancer. And there's just, there's nothing more powerful because it's your body produces all the anti-cancer antigens and everything, and it comes out through your urine. But I also uh, would not just do this by itself with cancer. I mean, cancer to me is is 99.9%, um, let's just say 99% parasitical, 1% emotional, but there's always an emotional component with, with cancer. But the majority of cancer, just like Rife said, is all uh, pleomorphic organisms. They're bacteria and yeast that change back and forth. And a lot of these tumors are actually nothing more than just nests of these parasites. So urine therapy, uh, the two things that really the one thing that it takes a while to do because urine therapy will also go to the area. It's like water works similar to water only fasting. It's like people call me up and they're like, I did a 20, you know, 10 day water only fast. And I wanted my knee to be healed and my knee's still the same. And I'm like, look, when you do a water only fast or you do urine therapy, your body is going to choose where it needs to fit, what it needs to fix first. So that means your body doesn't believe that your knee is the worst thing that's going on in it. Your body has probably spent that time healing your liver or, yeah. you know, regenerating something else inside your system that you didn't even feel. And you probably didn't even know that was going on. But your body will always, when you're doing urine therapy or water only fasting, choose the lowest vibrational area or the, or the area that needs the most work first. And a lot of times people... Uh, don't even feel that uh, the, the, what's happening with that. So if you say, well, hey, uh, you know, I have cancer. Yes, you know, Brzezinski is very successful. All the doctors that I knew back in the 90s and 2000s that were doing urine therapy in their clinic, Dr. Batar's clinic. I mean, everybody that I've, every clinic that I've toured or that, or that I know that's using the urine therapy in conjunction with other detoxification pathways, change in diet, education, emotional release, all those other things, it's they would all probably tell you out of all of the modalities that they're using, the urine is always the most powerful. Well, I think we'll just leave it at that. That's a great way to wrap up. And uh, I really appreciate your time for sharing this information. Um, Ed's uh, in Hawaii on vacation right now. Uh, he just had some fresh uh, cacao fruit. This morning, I believe, was that the case? 
Yeah, cacao fruit, uh, avocado, I mean, all kinds of good stuff. Just pick it right off the trees. Awesome, awesome. Well, I'll let you get back to your lovely wife and your and your lovely uh, vacation. Hopefully, your working vacation. I don't know exactly what you got. Hopefully, you're taking a vacation. And uh, uh, really appreciate you coming on today, my friend. Uh, it's been oh, a pleasure. Yeah. Thank you pleasure. so much for having me on. Yeah, appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, it's been a pleasure getting to know you, and I'm looking forward to learning more from you and spending more time with you, and I think we're going to have a lot of cool things in the future. Anyway, appreciate your time, and I also appreciate the audience out there for tuning in to help us continue to be one of the fastest-growing alternative health podcasts in the world. Uh, that wouldn't happen without your support. So if you like the show, please um, uh, subscribe and share it with other people. And for me, the whole thing is like it's like a ripple effect. Like if there's something beneficial here, you know, you might think we're a little crazy over here talking about urine therapy, but everything that I think is crazy, I actually go try nine times out of 10, eight times out of 10. It's not okay. Or maybe it, it just didn't work for me, but it could work for somebody else. So just because something didn't work for me, doesn't mean it won't work for you. Everybody's individual. So I just want to give a really heartfelt thank you for the listeners out there and please share the podcast with other people so that people can get this information because oh, Tim. So yeah, go ahead. Tim, one more thing I want to add to everybody, because I'm always about telling everybody to do your own research, is I've put all this research up on a website so you can go and you can read the books and you can read the manuscripts and you can understand awesome. and watch the videos. It's called eurotherapyresearch.com. So feel free to go over there and do your own research as well. Uh, that's, uh, I'm typing in eurotherapyresearch.com pull it up right now we'll put it in the show notes that's very very exciting very very exciting uh i, I must have spelled it wrong how do you spell it uh u-r-o therapy research dot com. Dot com okay got it oh there it is dr groups you're there wow oh, oh, great ha that's awesome <laughs> well there you go all right well thanks thanks ed uh, have a wonderful day and to the, less, the listeners out there change yourself change your world, and we'll see you again soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening again to The Health Hero Show. I'm your host, Tim James. And remember, change yourself, change your world, and we'll see you again on the next episode. Talk to you soon. You have just listened to The Health Hero Show with Tim James. Ha, ha, ha.